Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Taco Tuesday. I'm Alex Padilla at AlexPadilla86. He's Alex Regla at Alex M. Regla. Alex, as you can tell by my voice, it has not been fun to be a Laker fan lately. Tonight, they lose 108-90 to the Suns. Une- not unexpected, the result. Just uh, just a whole lot of bad stuff happening in Lakerland. How are you, man? Yeah, man, I'm doing pretty well. You know, obviously, it wasn't a, a fun game. Um, and there's been a lot of stuff surrounding the team of late. But uh, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, just happy holidays to everybody out there. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Uh, for you as well, man, I hope you have a good... Uh, good holiday upcoming i want to start like with some positivity you know like because it's so bad you know like (laughs) lakers won three in a row against three or two bad teams and then luca was not playing and then now it's just three brutal losses uh covid has run crazy for the lakers uh injuries to anthony davis just i i can't pinpoint one thing where i'm like well that's working out well so i don't want to start off by saying merry christmas man happy holidays you as well like we were talking off air like i i'm currently on vacation so i've got to do a lot of a lot of nothing and just kind of you know i got to see spider-man i've got to watch some movies i haven't uh i've been been planning on watching and just you know having fun at the house which is which is nice so obviously the lakers aren't doing the best right now but there's other things that are are lifting my spirits so yeah i think uh i was making i've been making the joke all all year you know it's like hey yeah the lakers are struggling but really the season starts on christmas and then now it's like i can't use that excuse anymore because christmas (laughs) is here um but yeah dude uh uh, stoked for you to have some time off i know that i have some time off coming up i also saw spider-man but we'll keep the spoilers off this podcast we won't do that to people did you uh, like it without you don't have to spoil it yeah. what you think you liked it no i'm not one of those dudes that like claps in comic book movies but i legitimately just felt a lot of nostalgia and joy watching this movie like it was just uh it was, it was like i don't know feel good is the right word but it i liked it i enjoyed it i thought it was fun and i thought that they did a great job for the fans what about you yeah completely agree um I think like yeah, you. I left pretty satisfied with the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun, and like that's the main reason I go to those types of movies, like Marvel or superhero movies, just just to have fun and stuff like that. And like you said, a big nostalgia uh, boost from that movie, yeah. and it was just it was just a lot of fun. I, I I think everybody in the audience, we had a lot of people clapping and a few people um, getting emotional at different parts. So it was, it was, it was a, definitely a good movie. Did you go to like a big, like AMC, like a hundred people in there kind of I, thing? I, I paid for IMAX thinking like, it, would it be as many people like that mm-hmm. probably wouldn't spend the extra money to, to see it on IMAX, but it was still kind of crowded. And like, I went during the day. So uh, yeah, like I thankfully where I sat, like no one was really around me. So I was, pr- I was pretty that's pretty good. How about you? Uh, so there's a theater here in San Diego that is called the Theater Box, and um, I don't know why it's it's like this, but um, it is only about I would say 20 seats in the theater, and they're spread out because they're just full on leather recliners. Oh, okay. And it's and there's like a server that comes to you. Sure. Um, and for whatever reason, dude, it costs ten dollars every time. 
So that's yeah, it's it's my it's my go to movie theater and it's in downtown San Diego. So what um, in the world? There's literally literally nobody to my left, uh, nobody to my right. There's people behind me, but it's like above me, you know, like not right behind me. Uh, Yeah, it's my go to theater. It's pretty, pretty perfect for COVID, to be honest with you. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I think the parts that people were clapping for you, it probably would have been louder if I was anywhere in a normal (laughs) theater. But yeah, it was like 20 people. So. There were some claps and stuff, but it was a good time. It was a really good time. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Tom Holland's done, but I really enjoyed Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that that was my biggest takeaway. I, I think how, how much, like, his character and, and his acting, like, in this movie really evolved. And I thought um, he really matured in this movie, obviously, from a few story points and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping this isn't the last of we see of Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many movies in total he's come out in the marvel universe i know he has three of his own um i know it has he, to be like like between six, the cameos yeah he's like been six. spider-man more than almost every other actor so right yeah so I, he was great i thought um well i i can't say anything else i don't want to say anything else no, no, <laughs> we'll leave it, anything we'll, else. Yeah, leave we'll it, leave it as a, it was really good as definitely. you can tell that we're five minutes into this podcast we're trying desperately <laughs> not to talk about what happened tonight with the lakers but here we are. Let's talk about it. Let's get it over with. Let's do our job. Let's 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 just um I don't know. Let's buckle our chin straps and get into this. Like I said, the Suns beat the Lakers 108-90. I don't think the result is unexpected. But the performances individually to me, obviously you're still dealing with four players out on COVID. The head coach is out on COVID. Anthony Davis is out for four weeks with an MCL injury. So you're coming in, you know, undermanned. I believe the Suns came in, like Devin Booker, I, I think this was his first or second game back um, after his injury, so they came in full squad. Uh, DeAndre Ayn continues to just not miss field goals against the Lakers. But if you, for me, my takeaway was, uh, I have real questions about Taylor Horn Tucker now. Like, I don't know how much more excuses you can co- come up for the way he continues to play. And I know this was his first game back from his COVID stint, but tonight... THT is the story for me. One of 13 from the field, 0 of 8 from 3. And they weren't even like contested shots, really. A lot of them were wide open. Um, and a lot of shots that he did take were just bad shots, as far as like, even if he was open, there was like 12 seconds on the shot clock and he's doing a sidestep three. Um, to me, Alex, I don't know what you think. That's the story of the, of the game tonight is how bad THT, and uh, there was others, but to me, that was brutal. Yeah, that that was a really poor shooting uh, game from THD, and like you said, I, I think a lot of his looks, uh, for especially from three, were pretty uncontested. He was mostly open. He had a lot of corner looks, and he was putting in a position where he, you know, based on how the defense was playing the Lakers, that he was the guy they were sagging off of and and kind of daring them to to beat them. And he couldn't do it tonight. He was 0 for eight from behind the arc, and um, yeah, he just couldn't get in a rhythm and. Obviously, one for thirteen overall is not great on any night, but especially when you have other guys also struggling at the same time. So I think it just his his struggles were compounded by everyone else's struggles, and yeah, uh, it was a tough a tough go of it. Um, yeah, but overall, your impressions of THT the season obviously started off with the injury, missed a large portion of the beginning of the season, um, but. I think we were all expecting a major jump and he did mm-hmm. come out hot. Obviously those first couple games he was scoring a lot. LeBron was out. 
Um, since then, just overall not really impressed. His field goal percentage is down. Um, his three-point percentage is down. Um, you know, points are up just because I think he's playing more than he's ever played in his career. Um, I know he's only played 86 games as a, as an NBA player, and, but yeah, man, I think it's it, it's a difficult thing to not be critical of him because we were they paid him a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. they chose him over Alex Caruso, and they're putting him in roles that whether you think he can succeed or not, he's getting the minutes and he's just not performing to the level where they need him to perform. I, I think that's that's the thing. It's the it, it just feels clunky. Like when he's out there, and I'm not sure how much of that's him, how much of that is just the lineup. Like he's been a starter for a while now. Like since that his initial injury and the surgery, Vogel kind of put him in the starting lineup the minute he was healthy, and then you know he started again with under Fizdale tonight. But like the THT, LeBron, Westbrook, and especially if you go DeAndre Jordan also to start, like the spacing there is just it's just not going to work. And so I'm not sure how much of that is just him being put in a position where he, he almost has to be the shooter in these lineups because we know that how defenses are going to treat DeAndre and, and Westbrook. And if LeBron has the ball in his hands, the only other guy, like they're not going to leave Ellington. They're going to leave is THT. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of put in a really, like they're paying him starter money. So he almost does have to start and they do need his like youth and the other things he can do on the floor. But at the same time, his fit isn't the cleanest to get next to those guys. So I'm not sure how much of it is just a coaching thing or if it's a he needs to just be better overall or what or a combination of different things. But I think a lot of different factors have played into like why he's kind of had an up and down start so far. Yeah. Um, the other thing tonight, um, LeBron, uh, I'm keeping tracks of the postgame press conference. Yeah. Uh, he did roll his ankle or step on Jay Crowder's foot, and it looked really awful. But we all know LeBron, you know, stays on the front on the floor for a while. But he did finish the game. He was still in the game even when it was a blowout. And I tweeted like, "Why the hell is he still in this game?" But he did say, um, "Quote: I stepped on Jay Crowder's foot. I'll be ready for the next game." So that is good news um, <laughs> because the last thing the Lakers can afford is for LeBron to be out for a while because since he's been back from injury, he's really found his form. Um, where he's just not looked his age at all. He's looked like a vintage LeBron, although this, the numbers are up, the impact and the wins are not there, but still LeBron uh, says he'll be okay. LeBron was incredible tonight. Like <laughs> the game, the, it was, it was, you know what? Like the game was close, like going into halftime, it was only like a two point. It's close four. until Melo got ejected. Yeah. Like they, they were really competitive. They had the early lead in the first quarter. I thought they were playing really well. And then, like you said, the Carmelo getting ejected in the third quarter just kind of fell apart. Like, especially with some of the lineups that were played tonight, like we saw a lot of Rondo. We saw um, a lot of Rondo with IT and Westbrook at the same time, just kind of like, uh, like just really kind of, obviously we don't have everyone healthy and, and think given how every roster around the league is right now, there's a lot of just like awkward lineups being played. But some of this is like, uh, a factor just like a result of having to play awkward lineups like i said so yeah um individually i thought lebron really stepped up and he's been fantastic really for almost all year in terms of given his age and given what going into the year we thought he wouldn't have to do all of this right 
Like that was kind that of was the, the argument. Hope. Yeah. So I mean, I think Brock Palinka said that on one of those Access Lakers shows, right? Yep, he just said that that was kind of the the reason they went out to get Westbrook versus trading for someone else. So unfortunately, that hasn't really been the case, and um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of moves they they try to make going into the deadline. But at, at, the silver lining, at least, is LeBron is still LeBron, and that that's a huge positive. And they can just hope that they can get healthy at some point. Yeah, I also. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's just the Stephen A. Smith in me, but I also saw that quote from Rob Palinka, and I was like, is that, uh, that wasn't really, like, a big old, like, affirmation of Anthony Davis for me when Rob Palinka said, mm. like, we knew we couldn't rely on him as the sole engine for our team. I was like, uh... uh I didn't even think of that, yeah. Don't you yeah. have Anthony Davis already? Like, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but obviously I think we all can, can agree that AD has not been, like, prime time ad so uh, far this year ad hasn't even been available though like but you're right like even when he has played like it's there's been too many games where he kind of just floats i mean he was getting punked by carl anthony towns like the day the game he got hurt you know it was you know when a lot of times when you have anthony davis and he's not performing offensively he always seems to bring it defensively and i mean i i saw it that way and i don't know i don't think i'm being too harsh to say like carl anthony towns was punking him that night yeah, he's had a few of those games. So. <laughs> I just found that whole thing interesting, and and I think that's you know it's this whole team, man. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. Like, it, we it's it's it gets really easy to like um, scapegoat when it, the whole there's so many like things not really working. We've scapegoated right now. so far this year. Uh, Russell Westbrook early in the season, then we went into LeBron's hurt. So the late you can't judge the Lakers. Uh, now we're into what are we into now? Uh, we well we bring Frank Vogel for a while. We mm-hmm. were going to fire him a, for a while. Now you have Anthony Davis slash COVID. So in before even Christmas, we've already completely blamed this entire thing on four different people or four different things. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you when you lay it all out like that, it's true, right? But yeah. Um. I but also like. A lot of that is true. Like it is a lot of those have been factors and obviously not every team is going to make it unscathed to like, like from the start to the end of the year. And like, but some do like, if you look at Phoenix, like obviously Booker was hurt, but Phoenix has been pretty damn healthy this year Mm -hmm. and they have the continuity of last year as well. The same roster, like let, let me pull this up really quick, but like there's a stat that I looked up that basically Phoenix's starting lineup, like basically the the, the lineup they played today, has over, almost that lineup alone has played more than the Lakers' seven most used lineups this year. Yeah. So their starting lineup has more possessions played than seven of the most used Laker lineups this season. I think that's just really telling in terms of like they just have not been able to find their footing. Like it's yeah. always something. Someone's always out. Or someone's always hurt. There's a COVID thing. Um, there's tinkering of lineups. Just, I don't know. It's just, this team is just feels like it's never. This team is old and not available and always hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, I there's, there's so many things you could point out. There's so many things that you could blame. But at the end of the day, for me, it's always going to be who put this team together. I mean, how many people were were so sure that this, I mean, there was real questions about this team going into the season. And all those questions are still there. Are they too old? 
Are they, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like every question we had, can LeBron sustain a full year? Can Anthony Davis sustain a full year? Will Russell Westbrook fit in? Did they go too old? Did they pick THT over Caruso? Was that the right decision? Should Frank Bogle have been brought back? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we can keep going, going, and going. Have any of those questions been answered? Or maybe they have into all of them in a negative way. I mean, like, at least they were playing better. Like you said, they had won a few in a row. They had won, I think, like seven out of ten or something like that. And then obviously just the COVID hit, the injury to AD hit, and it just felt like they were starting back at ground zero when it was just like, oh, no. It's a, it's another one of those kind of like we have to experiment until people are healthy and we can put out optimal lineups. Like DeAndre Jordan, remember, he was out of the rotation. Rajon Rondo was out of the rotation. They should both be out of the rotation. With and tonight, Rondo played, yeah, Rondo <laughs> played 23 minutes, which is a lot. DeAndre played 15. Both were negative 26. Or yeah, so those guys were completely out of the rotation. Now they're playing again out of necessity, and mm-hmm. it feels a lot like what we saw earlier in the year when guys were out. So uh, there is yeah, I, I at least talk- go there's ahead, go optim- there is optimism that like when guys are healthy. But again, we are getting to a point where we keep saying when guys are healthy, and I, I just that. don't know if we can ever really count on that being the case yeah i'm never gonna count on that being the case i'm just not like i i think that i mean how could you say that i mean how many times i don't even know the answer to this and i don't know if you know the answer to this how many times have russ ad and lebron been, been able to play together this year not much yeah not much and even in those games did they look great did they look awesome no. i don't remember <laughs> like i don't remember ever watching a game and being like that is their first complete game for i mean i do remember i think it was the Celtics, we came on here and said it. You might have been off that day. That might have been, like, the first time. But even then, like, they started off terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm trying to remember. I do remember the Celtics win in early December. But really, it's been... Even the games where they've, like, had 20-point leads, it, they always kind of give those leads away. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, to your point, it's just been inconsistent. And, yeah, I... I it's so tough to get like really upset about it because this is kind of the trend all year and we do just keep circling back to the point of like well they're just playing who they're playing like they're playing isaiah thomas 25 minutes Mm. i'm not sure how many people expected that to be a factual statement at at this point of the year but it's just where we're at yeah there was a a lot of people asking if the if the (laughs) Well, first of all, it was it was being made fun of that they signed Isaiah Thomas, but then we figured out why they did it. And then now that he did play two games, not today, but, but coming into today, how many people did you say should they sign IT for the rest of the year? Yeah, you not, know what? You, you know gonna, what? Like, uh, go ahead, go ahead. You're not getting a lot of those questions after tonight's game. No, and I was gonna say I know IT didn't play. Obviously, he played poorly. You know, he has deficiencies. His shooting was was rough tonight, but like. I, I don't even know if like he's the pro- like, he's not the problem here like he no. he's he's a, he's on a ten day like he's just filling in for what like he's done okay like those other two games but it's just the the like the reality of it like they're relying on him to play this many minutes it's it's crazy yeah I mean you can <laughs> yeah so um, <laughs> I'm really I can't take too much away from tonight's game and be like and I'm gonna put an indictment on the season about it except one thing. And I've said this before. Can you guys shut up with the refs already? Like, let it go, man. You guys are such a veteran team, and all they do is, like, it's nonstop. 
It is nonstop complain, complain, complain. And today it cost you. Because today you lost Carmelo Anthony in the third quarter. You were down by six. And after that, it was just... I mean, you couldn't afford to lose Carmelo Anthony tonight. And he knows that. And yet he still <clears throat> did it. And at the time, like, Russell Westbrook was close to getting a second tee. Like, just, dude, just shut up. Just play. Like, you can't afford to lose guys on game. Like, that was so dumb and so silly. Like, that that just made me so upset. It's like, Melo, come on, man. You're the oldest dude on the team. You know <laughs> that you can't be gone from tonight. And then he still does it in a close game. It wasn't like they were getting blown out at the end of a game and he, he got te- He was no? playing well. Like, yeah. Mm. Oh, that made me so upset, dude. I, I oh, That made me so upset. But whatever. Lakers lose 108-90. There you go. Anything any, else from tonight's game? I was going to say, any any positives that you, no. you could? No. <laughs> no. How did you, you think Trevor Ariza looked or how, how he's looked since he's – because he was a guy, again, a lot of people are saying, well, they they don't have Trevor Ariza. Like he was going to be a starter. He was going to be a guy mm-hmm. they, they needed. You know, he's the big forward that they don't have. Uh, how do you think he's looked so far? I mean, has he missed a shot yet? <laughs> I know. Like, I'm again, like, yeah, he – I think he's literally shooting 100%. Like on the season, so like that's he really is shooting a hundred percent on the season. <laughs> okay, well that that how does he look like physically out there? Like is he in shape? Like he's do you building think? up. Like he's building up to it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, he played twenty one minutes tonight. He played, uh, yeah, twenty one last game. He's building up to it. I mean, dude, <laughs> Lakers need anybody they can get. So if he's gonna come mm-hmm. out here and be po- and do some positive things, like shoot a hundred percent, I'm down. For, can you finish the season <laughs> that way? I know I'm being like extra salty today because that's just the way I feel. I think just a three-game losing streak does that. No, and again, there's not like momentum here for the Lakers that we can point to, right? We're we're kind of just grasping at straws in terms of what what's what's going well when there's obviously not a lot going well right now for really anyone or a lot of teams right now. So um, at least what he's about back. You? What's your po- is that your positive? Trevor I would Reza? say that at least he's he- <laughs> at least he's healthy. At yeah. least he he's able to be out there. And again, like the shot looks okay, and that's good. Um, his size at least it gives them, in theory, uh, the ability not to have to play super small. Although they had to tonight, like we should not see an Isaiah Thomas, uh, Russell Westbrook, Rajon Rondo. Uh, mm. lineup at, at any point ever. Um, but I like LeBron at center. Have you noticed they've played Ariza at center also? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I hopefully... We did see that lineup a lot today, by the way. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's so hard to, like, judge this team right now. It is. I, it so, is. I don't know. I do know, man. It's bad right now, <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. Like, it's bad right now. Um, you know, they're 16-16 and 16 on the season now. They got the Spurs on Thursday, and then maybe the Nets on Saturday. Who knows? They're not. Then Adam Silver did say they're not pausing the league um, right now. So the Lakers are going to have to figure it out. Hopefully, they went through their the worst of COVID on their own team already. Hopefully, this is it. Um, hopefully, nobody else. There's no other other out. I don't know how many false positives they got or whatever. Like it's just been weird, man. Like a week ago, it's been weird, dude. Like just what's mm-hmm. happened in a week. Like we came on here and we podcasted on Monday and it was like sunshine and rainbows two in a row going to play Dallas. Everybody's looking good. We're healthy. And then dude, a week later, it's like, I sound like there's like the Lakers team dismantled. I don't even know by the time, you know, next Tuesday, next time we record, if there's going to be any games even being played, honestly, like every, every day it's like 
at least five to ten new guys entering health and safety protocols and g-leaguers being signed lance stevenson being signed isaiah thomas being signed like i basically wrote a piece today on jamario jones like i was yeah. not expecting to write a piece on jamario jones this year so it just j- just goes to show you like that there's a lot of instability in the league right now so it's really really hard to kind of get too excited or too disappointed with how the lakers are currently playing yeah i agree with you uh the lakers if you're wondering, if you're keeping track, uh, Austin Reeves, Malik Monk, Avery Bradley, Kemp Bazemore, we're all still in the health and safety protocols. Um, Frank Vogel is also there. Uh, they did get back THT and Dwight Howard, although Dwight didn't play today. And as far as injured players, Anthony Davis obviously is out with an MCL sprain left knee. And Kendrick Nunn, who's also in the health and safety protocols, then tested out. He's out with the bone bruise. He's expected to come back January. So, look, dude, that's six players right there and your head coach. So... Wow. Well, that, Alex, that is crazy. I, I I will do it because we do it every week, but I don't even want to do it. But let's go ahead. Three games from now till Tuesday. What do you think? Versus Man. the Spurs at home. <laughs> then we switch to Crypto.com Arena. What a whimper of Staples. What a way to go out for Staples. Ugh. Oh, Yuck. was this the last game? Uh, I believe it's on oh, Christmas. Wow. So we got okay. one more game that we're at Staples Center, and then we're going to Crypto.com Arena when the Nets come to town, and then they go to Houston, and that's when we... Uh, we'll be on next, and it's a first of a back-to-back at Houston at Memphis. But the next three games, what do you think? Wow. Um, Six-game losing streak? Hmm. I think they win. You know what? Like Houston's playing better. I think the Spurs have been playing better. Um, Brooklyn, I don't even know who's healthy on Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who's knows? healthy on. I don't know who's on which team right now. I don't even right know who's now. playing on what right now. Like, uh, yeah. When I was looking at the Suns, I was like, who are they missing? I don't even know. Um, again, they're pretty healthy. They're all of them pretty much intact. Like, that's a big competitive advantage for a team like Phoenix, a team like Utah. Like, to have that continuity and to also just be healthy, Yeah, that that's a big competitive advantage that, uh, yeah, whatever. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think they go, I'll be optimistic. I'd say they go two and one. Cool, I'll go with you. I'm okay. not going to fight you. I'll go with you. Why not? <laughs> Again, who, I don't even know who's on who Brooklyn right now. Yeah, who knows who's going to be on the Lakers on Thursday? I, I was going to say, like, again, this is looking way down ahead in February, which isn't too far ahead. Do you think, uh, dude? On my regular, on my on my nine to five show, uh-huh. like, we're already talking about like Super Bowl. Like, what's going to happen <laughs> with that? Like, sure. Dude, I mean, the NFL they don't have flexibility like the like the NBA does, where you can pause or postpone a game or two and and fit them in later the nfl like they 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 gotta go you know they had games tonight on tuesday they had two games tonight because they had to do it so yeah i, was gonna I don't say, think you're you, looking too far ahead at all so our, based on how they've played like you said what the record is and they're almost almost near the trade deadline do you think they're more likely to make a trade now versus than you thought before or, or do you i think, think they, they, they were gonna have? make a trade no matter what and now mm-hmm. they they probably seem a little more desperate so I'm hoping that THT picks it up because I think he's going to get traded. Yeah, he can't get traded until January 15th, which right. isn't, again, not, not too far along. Uh, it's like three weeks away. And again, I'm not even saying I want THT to be traded, but he literally would have I is do. the only guy who has who can be traded. I'm down. I said it last week. I was down for Jeremy Grant. Now I'm double down. <laughs> he could have two torn thumbs. I'd still be down. That's how. That's how salty I am today. You know, you know what's funny? I would have said, like, uh, I don't know if they should trade 
uh, people because they just haven't been able to get any consistency with the guys they have. But also to that point, like, if they trade someone, does that really hurt their consistency? Like, bringing a new guy in? Like, we see Isaiah Thomas playing 25 minutes a game. Like, I don't, I don't think at this point consistency or finding continuity is, is a big thing for this team. I think these guys are coming in. Like, Trevor Reza, THT, IT, they all had open shots today. You just got to make them. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? They... like LeBron and Russ will get you open shots. You just got to make them. What was it? Oh, for four. Isaiah Thomas and THT were 0 for 14. Yeah, 0 for 14 from three tonight. Yeah, take away LeBron's threes, and what did the team shoot? Uh, They would have been like five for 30. Yeah. 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 I think whoever they bring in, and listen, like, they just. Where's Wayne Ellington? Did I. I mean, what happened to him? Did uh, he, play? he He played 27 <laughs> minutes and he had three points. He played today? He was a, he started today. He started today? I couldn't have <laughs> you could have fooled me. Where was he? He you was out there. Fooled me. Dude, he started today? Yeah, he started today. Gosh, be more invisible on days where they need you. One of four I dude, you could have told me that he was out, honestly. <laughs> That's bad. That's so bad. Yeah, Alex, continuity out the door. <laughs> bring in talent, man. He's bringing dudes that can do something. I'm in, I'm a shambles right now. I am in shambles after the. <laughs> wow, I can't. You imagine if we did a podcast for a bad bad team like like all the time, I would be a mess. I'd be a mess. I know they were bad last year, but we had an excuse. Like this is oof. Oh my god, I'm a, I'm in shambles. Let's end the, let's end this podcast, man. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody, <laughs> my eyes have... hurt from looking at this box score right now. So, <laughs> dude, look at those plus minus numbers, man. Oh, De- DeAndre Jordan minus twenty six, Wayne Ellington minus seventeen, THT minus eighteen, uh, Rondo minus twenty six. My oh, Rondo, God, dude, put him in ice and bring him out in the playoffs. Don't even play him in the regular season anymore. Oh my goodness, if they make the playoffs, oh man, Alex, have a merry Christmas, dude. I really hope <laughs> you have fun. I hope your family's well. I hope your fiance, everything. I hope everything in your personal life is fantastic and you have a great holiday. You as well. I, I like that we're ending it on a high note right Absolutely. after that. And to everybody that's listening to this podcast, thank you guys. We really do appreciate it, even when we're as miserable as I am right now. Alex isn't. He's holding it together. I'm in shambles. Thank you all for listening. Uh, subscribe if you haven't yet. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Amazon, everywhere there's a podcast. We are there. Check out Alex. You, like you said, you wrote about Jamario Jones. That's on silverscreenroll.com. You can follow him at Alex M. Regling. You won't miss a thing. He's a must-follow if you're a Lakers fan, so go ahead and do that. And, of course, um, like I said, silverscreenroll.com for all of your Lakers news. Alex, Merry Christmas. See you on Tuesday. Merry Christmas, man. Thank you.